Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-age child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Welcome, Impactful Parents. Today, we're going to talk about how you can overcome childhood trauma to leave a legacy for your kids that is truly unforgettable. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent and welcome to my Inspire and Learn series where real parents come on and tell their story of inspiration and learning. Because a wise man learns from his mistakes, but a wiser man learns from other people's mistakes. And today we're going to learn from Ken Wiberly. Ken is a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. He has a personal story of overcoming childhood trauma that he'll be sharing with us today. But in addition, he's going to share how his past led him to become a father of three that wanted to document the growth of his kids and the journey of parenting. He turned his passion into a reality with this amazing app that he built that any parent can use to record those special memories so that they don't get lost inside your phone anymore. I'm really excited to have him on today. Thank you so much for being here, Ken. Christina, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, I would like to start off with your story. Tell us what brings you here. Well, in the kind of theater, the spirit of the overcoming trauma and becoming what we are and not letting the trauma define us, um, early on, it's interesting, the first memory of my life was when I was around three years old. I remember sitting down on my dad's lap as he sat down with my mom to tell me that they were getting divorced. And you know, not that that's um, an unusual trauma in itself, but it was it defined my early childhood. And that's, that's what I remembered. I had nightmares about that for months. I would have nightmares and uh, ended up it, typical custody back in the 70s was live with your mom, uh, father, you get to see your father two weeks out of the summer and every other weekend. And that was our typical arrangement right there. So I'd see my dad uh, every other weekend. And that's about it. And raised by my mom, who was a wonderful, loving woman, but she was also an alcoholic. And so there was a term called latchkey child uh, back in the 70s. And me and most of my friends growing up were, were certainly latchkey children. So we had all kinds of, of free time on our hands and not a whole lot of supervision. And um, like I said, mom was a, a, a loving woman, but it was not uncommon for you know, me to come home after school growing up and be responsible for watching my younger sister, uh, she's about two years younger than me, for watching her, fixing dinner for us, kind of handling things while mom was kind of gone hanging out. So that was my upbringing. That was my life growing up. And also I, I heard often the word no, or the word that's not the way it is, or we can't do that. And that just never sat right with me. And I kind of always thought when I grow up, when I'm my own, when I'm a dad and I've got my own kids, that's just not how it's going to be uh, when, when I'm a parent. And I, I vowed that over and over and over again. And, um, you know, so fast forward. And so it's interesting also living in that latchkey world right there. I was needing and seeking out discipline in my life. I just, I had all this crazy freedom and no real rules or structure around me. And so at the age of 12 years old, I watched a movie, a friend of mine and I watched uh, the movie Taps. It was Tom Cruise's very first movie when he was just a little boy. 
And after watching that movie, uh, my buddy and I both went to our parents the next morning. We said, I want to go to military school. And uh, six months later, I was enrolled at Kemper Military School at 12 years old. And so that was my world. I was 12 years old. I lived 500 miles away in a military boarding school. So for the next four years, that was my life. And there was a whole lot of structure and a whole lot of discipline. And, and it's a very, uh, very different world. Not something I would ever send my own children to these days, but for me, it it worked. It was it was what I needed. It was what I was seeking. It was what I was craving. Uh, was that kind of, of life. And so four years later, I was 16 years old. I graduated high school as valedictorian of, of military school. And uh, that's kind of what kind of, I guess, started my life of who I am today of um, kind of regimen and routine and discipline and uh, just really a person that's got a lot of internal drive right there. But, you know, so eventually I got married, had children. And uh, although I remember when my wife, my ex-wife now, but my wife at the time sat me down on the couch and said, remember how we said we we're going to wait two years to start having kids? And I was like 30 at the time. And uh, I said, well, it's been two years. And I was scared to death to become a parent and have this weight on my shoulders. I felt so underprepared and um, just not ready for that, but it was time. And so uh, we, we had our first child who's now 19 years old. So my daughter, Grace, um, was my, my first baby. And I remember around the time we were pregnant with Grace and in the time from a few months after she was born, I had three things happen that were really impactful in in my journey as a parent. And one was uh, when we were pregnant, my um, attorney at the time went to visit him about a business deal. And he said, Ken, you're about to have babies. He said, let me share with you what I do for my own children. And he had two young boys at the time. And okay, this was 2002, we were pregnant with Grace. So this was way pre iPhone days, pre everyone having a you know video camera in their pocket right there. But he said at the end of each year, they, they shot a lot of video in their household. And at the end of each year, he would splice together a minute of video per month for each one of his boys. And he would burn it together on a DVD and then put a music soundtrack to it and give it to them for This Is Your Life in 2002. And I thought that was the most magical thing I'd ever heard. Most like dedicated, amazing thing. Um, but I didn't own a video camera at the time. I didn't know how to edit videos. I still today don't know how to edit videos. And, uh, but it got me thinking, you know, it's like, hey, that's something, that's an idea of something I could do as a parent. And then uh, another thing that happened is around that time on my birthday, my stepmother gave me the most wonderful, beautiful gift I'd ever received. She gave me a leather bound scrapbook of my life. And I opened it up and the first picture in there is my little squinchy face with a hospital bracelet on. So it was my picture from, from just being born in the hospital. And then as I turned the pages, it told a story of my life. And it was, you know, from, from being a little kid and my cousins and the, you know, being at my grandparents and took us through the camping trips that we used to always take together as a family. Even she had written like notes in the margins on the jokes we would tell and the time the van broke down and we were stuck on the side of the road, just had all this colorful detail on my life that frankly, I'd forgotten about many of those stories. And it, and it was just 
amazing. I was thinking of the hours and countless times she must have spent putting that together. And so that was another thing. I was like, wow, this is amazing uh, that she did for me. And I was so great, still so grateful today. And crazy thing there is, um, you know, a few years later, she passed away from bone cancer. And in that today, it sits up on my shelf and it's like a living testament to her love for me. And so that happened. And then the third thing that happened around the same time is about, I don't know, the first time I took Grace to a restaurant. So maybe she's five, six months old after she's born. First time I took her to a restaurant, I'm walking around like a proud papa holding her in my arms, kind of walking around the restaurant. And this older gentleman I'd never met before kind of comes up to me and looks at me straight in the eyes. He's got misty kind of tears in his eyes. He said, son, he said, I don't want you to ever let a day go by without telling that sweet child just how much you love her. He said, because time goes by in an instant and you'll never get those moments back. It's like, wow. So there's three things that kind of happened right there that really got me thinking that, you know, how was I going to act as a parent? What was I going to do for my children? And, um, and so one of the things I started doing for Grace when she was 10 months old is I said, you know what, I can, I don't shoot video. I'm not a scrapbooker, but I can write. I can sit down and just write down a story of what's happening in our lives. And, and so that's what I did. I started just writing down little, of course, the first stories were just me being all uh, uh, proud papa and just happy to be a dad and telling her about how much I loved her and how beautiful she was and how great it was. And, um, and then as she started growing up and her little brother came along, I, was, I wrote his first journal entry when he was still in the womb wrote about what his mom was craving uh, for foods and just the excitement that we had to welcome him to this world. And so I started just writing the stories of their life. And, and then, you know, taking it back to the way I was raised versus the way I raised my children. I always, 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 always have made them feel or tried to make them feel like I cared about what they had to say because I genuinely do. And even though when they're five years old, like I have a six-year-old right now. And so he's six years old, but he knows that he has a voice that I listen to. And he knows that I'm going to listen to his side or his reasoning, his opinion. Now he knows I'm going to make my own decision on whether or not, you know, what we're going to do, but I'm going to listen to him because he's, he's got intelligence. He's got thought, he's got feelings that matter. And you know, it just wasn't the way that we were necessarily raised, certainly not I, and, and a lot of people I know from, from the earlier generation, we just weren't raised that. Children were kind of meant to be, what they call it, meant to be seen, not heard, kind of go just sit over there and then we'll do the adult stuff, you do the kids stuff. All three of my kids have always wanted to interact with adults. They're like, oh, no, we want to be in the adult conversation. We want to hang out with the adults because I've always treated them like they have a voice, like they have innate intelligence, which they do. I'm actually a big believer that children are like the true light of the world, the true God figures in the world as they come in just so pure, so clean and uh, in, you know, w without issues. And we bring all the issues and we put them into our kids, unfortunately, is what happens. But in any case, I've, I've always kind of treated them. And in fact, a lot of times I'd make decisions as a parent that, Although well, my children didn't agree with those decisions, or especially when they got 12, 13, 14, 15, I'd make these decisions and they had strong disagreements with my decision. But um, I would explain my logic to them 
And maybe or maybe that didn't sit with them or maybe they did, just went right over their head because they're angry at me and they don't care. But I would often go write that in my journal and I'd go, or in their journal rather, I'd go write down, hey, look, this is the decision I made. And, and as a parent, especially when it gets bigger kids, bigger decisions, bigger issues that you're having, you know, a lot of times we don't know if we're making the right decision. We're doing the best we can with the information we have at hand um, and hoping for the right outcome that we're seeking right there. But we don't know that that outcome is going to happen for sometimes days, weeks, or months down the road. And uh, so I would, I still to this day, sometimes going right, I've got a uh, 17 year old son right now. And we've you know, gone through a journey over the last few years with him and um, you know, just some issues and things we've had to deal with. And so I've, I've spent a lot of time writing in his journal about the decisions I've made, the hopes I have for the results of those decisions, the fears I have for certain paths that could be taken um, in the hopes that one day when he's a parent and he's reading these stories on his own, that it helps him in his own journey. So I've been doing that for all these years. And Grace, my daughter, who's now 19 and a freshman in college, she graduated high school last May. And I had the privilege of gifting her with 18 years of the stories of her life. And it was really, really just a beautiful moment um, that I hope that that's one of those things that she'll treasure. And I know that as I'm gone one day, that'll be certainly treasured. Uh, but even right now, while she's up in college, I know that she's got those and she read some of those stories. And so anyway, that's, that's a little bit of my journey as a father. Wow. There is so much there. And I love listening to that. Um, you know, your upbringing, I'm going to go back to that. Yeah. Um, you know, you have overcame quite a bit. I love how you crave the structure and found a way to get it for yourself. And it definitely molded you into the person that you are today. That's just how upbringing is. Um, do you feel like your upbringing was a little bit of what contributed to you having some fear of fatherhood? Probably. Yeah. In fact, I, I think certainly because I didn't have the, a lot of role models in, in my father. I have a great relationship with my father today, but as I was growing up, it just, it wasn't a super strong relationship. Uh, I just, I didn't see him enough on that. And so I certainly didn't have that all the time parent relationship. So I didn't feel like I had those role models. Um, and it just, I didn't feel like I had the skill set there. So yeah, I, it was definitely part of what contributed to that fear. And then you took these, you know, your fear and saying, Hey, I want to create memories that are going to last forever. And you found a way to, to not only do that for yourself, but to, to contribute to the world so that other parents could do it with you. It's an amazing idea. Um, and I love this idea of you journaling to your children and the connection that that will bring, if not in the moment with your child, because you're not maybe not giving it to them right away, but the connection that hopefully you'll be building even as adults as they as they get this gift later on. So tell us a little bit more about how your app works so yeah. that uh, as you're talking about these journaling and documenting that the audience knows uh, what you're talking about, what you created. And I started this off, I started journaling to my children, not as at all to create a product or an app around it. I started it, as I mentioned, just as a way to capture some of the moments as they're happening. So frankly, I didn't forget about them because I knew 
thank goodness, I had the intuition to, to believe that I'm not going to remember all these little details. And if I don't write some of them down, they're going to be gone forever. And so that's, I started. And when I first started it, I, I literally debated, do I do it like pen and paper in an old school journal, or do I do it on a uh, digital format? And honestly, I can type faster than I can write. So that's how I started on digital. And so what we've created is a mobile app that's iPhone and Android's mobile app available on your phone or tablet where um, parents can easily capture stories, moments, lessons, the funny little things your kid says. Um, it can be annotated with all kinds of photos, videos, um, voice notes, and kind of voice memos. We've even set it up to a really cool. You can, like we for years have typed in or typed in, have recorded um the same 20 questions at the end of every year. I've been asking my kids for probably 12 years, the same 20 questions at, at the end of each year. Just, I wanted to see kind of what that was like the year. So now we built it within the app that you can type your series of questions. And as you go to use your phone to record it, the questions will kind of display um, right on your phone so that you can ask those and you swipe through the questions. It's kind of neat. So we built some cool functionality there. And you can also uh, look at your child's life on a timeline view. So it's really, really cool. And you can look at it just on major milestones or on every entry you've made. So if I look at the major milestones of my six-year-old right now, it starts off with a sonogram and then it goes up to next to the day he was born and then to the day he rolled over and then the day he's crawling and then walking and so on through kindergarten. And now his most recent milestone is he learned to ride his bike without training wheels. So it's really so cool that you can look through and see like how old your child was at all these different events. Cause honestly, I cannot remember how old my older kids were when they lost their first tooth. People ask that, how old did you get? I have no idea, but I can quickly go find that because I've got it documented as like milestone in the journal. So those are some of the features right there. We've even, so here's what's really cool. We just released something like email the journal. People that like wanna do a lot more long form stuff that don't have an iPad have uh, been requesting. So we just emailed or just released an email to journal feature and so anyone, if you're listening to this, you can even do this. So it, if people can go to journal at legacyjournal.app. So journal at legacyjournal.app. You can send an email to that and you'll get an email back saying, hey, your journal is ready for you. And then so when you, you know, download the app, you'll have whatever you wrote in that thing to your journal. It'll, it'll show up in your, in your app. So we got some cool stuff in there. And now we've got you know, tens of thousands of people in 84 four countries, I think now that are using the app and it's, it's just been crazy rewarding for us. So I'm just going to summarize. It's really exciting for me to hear about this great resource for parents. And that's what I'm all about here on the impactful parent is giving parents resources to make their lives better or easier. And this is an app where you can download it, but it's really going to be a way for you to document your child's life uh, or your own or anyone else's for that matter, but specifically parents to doc document your child's life as they grow with pictures, with photos, with letters, with uh, your own uh, just documentary. You could voice record things on there for them. You could, I mean, really the possibilities are endless. It's exciting that the app continues to grow also. It's not even really, uh, you know, stalemate and finished. I mean, the, the app continues to grow. So it's exciting to hear all of that. But when you have multiple children, this is going to be so great. I know I'm a mom of four. <laughs> yes. And that first kid, you know, it's, oh, in the beginning, you remember everything. 
the second kid comes around and the third uh oh by the fourth you're just lucky if you're writing down you know when they take their milestones as a kid because life has gotten really busy so this is going to be something super convenient it sits right on your phone that whenever you have an opportunity you can just jot down a note say a sentence do a voice recording throw a picture in there and it's going to timeline it for you and keep it for you and save it did i get that right you did yeah you nailed it it's it's been it's a cool thing and, and like i said before the fact of doing this, it's really kind of neat to think of, hey, you've got it and you can one day gift it to your children. But um, I had a conversation with one of our customers a couple weeks ago and he said, Ken, he said, for me, uh, it's like a life insurance policy. I said, what do, what do you mean by that? He said, it's giving me peace of mind. He said, because should something happen to me? He said, I know that with every story I write in there, my family, my children will know forever the love I have for them. I was like, Wow. So that's pretty powerful. So it, for me, it's, it continues to bring me closer to my kids. Um, something I just did really cool. So I had a uh, old video in VHS converted. Um, there's a company that does these little conversions and I had this converted into a digital format. And I was just, cause I, I led the drill team. Again, I was in military school for four years and then I later served in the Navy. And so when I was in the Navy, I was able to um, lead the drill team at boot camp. And when I did that, was, I, I haven't watched this video in 30 years. And so I was able to kind of go watch this video and it was so, so neat. So I, I, I clipped out the, the time when I was leading the drill team um, in that video and I just uploaded it to my journal this week for my kids. So I was like, that will be so neat for them to watch one day. That brings me to the busy parent who thinks this is a great idea but feels like they might just not have the time. So what tips would you give or advice to that parent that says, this sounds great, but can I really make it work? How am I gonna journal? How, find time yeah. for that. I think the best thing is just start super small. Like start with a photo from something you just did with your kids in one sentence. That's it. A photo in one sentence about, why it made you smile or what they said that was funny or i mean god i wish we would have taken a picture literally last night we're doing a remodel right now and our six-year-old was helping mom uh put some paint samples on the wall and next thing you know he is like covered in different color colors of blue paint and um we did not i so and kicking myself that I didn't have my phone with me. Amber didn't have hers and we didn't take a picture of it. But a perfect example of using this really easily, snap a picture, write one sentence and you know, you're such a big helper, right? Something like that. And it's just in there. And eventually what I found, if I, if I just get in the habit of doing something little like that, eventually I'll find myself with a few minutes where I can go write maybe a little bit of a longer story of something that I want to tell them about what's happening in our lives or as importantly, something about my own past or history or upbringing or friends or mentors that I can tell them about. And I hear that that's not all. Not only are you bringing to the table this amazing app, but you have a couple of freebies for our audience. Can you talk about those? Uh, for sure, including uh, we created a special landing page just for the impactful parent. So if you go to legacyjournal.app slash the impactful parent slash the impactful parent, 
then you can get a free 30-day premium plan. So the app is free to download, free to use. Um, but some of the features I've talked about, like multiple photos and videos and audio files, some of these things are, are premium features. But free 30-day premium plan, you download, use it, test it all. Please do test the audio. Leave your own voice for your kids. Do some of those things. So that's one. And then we've got another PDF download for everyone that was really, really cool. I went out and crowdsourced for my own parenting journey, right? What what some of your best parenting tips, tricks, hacks, et cetera, parenting books to read and came up with just some amazing uh, information here. We combined it all into a beautiful PDF document. So I've got that available for your listeners as well. That is amazing. Thank you so much. And tell us again, the name of the app and how people can get that free download. Yep. So the app is the Legacy Journal app, and you can find that on the App Store or the Google Play Store, so the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store. And to get your free uh, promo code, go to legacyjournal.app slash the impactful parent. Legacyjournal.app slash the impactful parent. Just fill out your name, email, phone number. Tell us if you're on iPhone or Android, and our team will send you a code to enter in. It'll automatically upgrade you for free 30 days. I love documenting, and I it's so special to yeah. be able to document and go back and look at those memories, not just for us as parents, but like you said, for, for your kids. I, you gifted this to your 19-year-old. What was her reaction? Oh, it was so neat. So I, I've literally been planning this her whole life. And um, I, I asked her to come into it. She was graduating high school the next day. And I said, hey, Grace, come on into the living room. And she comes in the living room. And so I was like, hey, sit down. And I, I gave her a gift and said, well, before you open it, let me read this letter that I wrote you. And so I, I took out her letter and I read her this very heartfelt letter that I had written about my love for her and how I saw her in this world and what she's meant to me, what she means to the world. And, um, and then she was able to kind of open up the gift, which was an iPad. And I had put all of her 18 years worth of stories, exported them from her legacy journal to a, basically a website. And she has all those now for forever and ever. And so it was, it was beautiful. She cried. I cried. It was, it was pretty special. Yes. Uh, that's a graduation gift, a wedding gift. It's just, it's a beautiful sentiment. I love it. Well, thank you, Ken, for being here. I really appreciate it. Christina, thanks so much for having me. Take care. And if you have an inspiring story and want to share your story with the audience so that others can learn from you, please go to theimpactfulparent.com slash work with me and sign up. And if you want to become a more impactful parent, check out all that my website has to offer. I have parenting courses, family coaching, a free downloadable app, and lots of free resources. But until next time, you got this, parents. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.